3. Hallelujah. I was uh, praying about this message and have several things on my desk that I felt in myself, which I don't put a lot of confidence in that. I want God to lead us. Amen. Amen. And that's what I'm hoping you're praying for me about, that God would lead. But I've got some different things that I just kind of sat down and uh, put wrote down on paper just different topics. And sometimes I have three or four topics that over the past few weeks that I put down on paper and say, hey, look, that's all just, that all fits together. But uh, I put some things down and then went into prayer and, and just felt very, very directed that uh, God wants to encourage somebody tonight. Amen. Now, I do believe in encouragement with, uh, with conditions. Praise God. You know, there's some people that say, I just want a little bit of encouragement. Well, you got to, you know, you got to have to live something that, amen. There's not a lot of, you know, I could tell somebody, well, God wants to save you. But, uh, but I, I feel like there's some folks here tonight that really need encouragement. And I believe, I believe God, you just listen and pay attention to what God has for you. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for just what you're doing, God. It's just been amazing to see the open doors and even in our families, God, and in, Lord, this community. We are just thanking you, Lord, for, Lord, not only what you're doing, but a people here that will work together to see it happen, God. That there is such a, a desire, a vision, Lord, that you put in us to, to work together and see your will accomplished. Lord, we're living in these last days, and God, I'm asking you to, Lord, to continue you to work open these doors give us lord guidance and direction god and lord i pray for some lord that are just going through some battles today that you'd help them and give them your strength god and lord that you would give us ears to hear what your spirit would say god help us tonight we love you we thank you we ask it all in jesus name and everybody said amen Psalm 103, I'm sure a lot of the first few verses at least are very familiar. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. God bless you. You can be seated. We're going to work our way through this psalm. There's a lot here that, that is so good, but we're getting somewhere so you just ride along with us amen somebody i was talking to in the community just really trying to be a friend and not really pushing a lot just kind of letting them know you know that we're praying for them and trying to let them see god's love and and all out of the blue they said you know i listened to some of your preaching online i said oh really they said yeah i listened to more than just just one i listened to a few well, that's good. I said, you're, uh, you're louder than a lot of preachers. <laughs> I said, well, you know. I said, I've got a lot to be excited about. Right. Amen. God's been good to me. Yeah. And I appreciate, brothers and sisters, that understand that this is not just some kind of routine, like we were saying early, some kind of ritual. But it, it, it's got to pour out of our hearts. And I believe that I'm talking to people that, that recognize that this isn't just some, something that you do as a part of your life. This is your life. This is who you are and you love this and it's a real experience that God has put inside of you. It's exciting. It's exciting to know the, that, that God 
sees you, that God cares about you, that God is involved in your life. What a blessing it is. Amen. Amen. And I recognize that there is a battle that goes on. As much as we are excited and, and, and happy about what God is doing, there's still a battle. We still have very difficult days. But in those times, we've got to, got to just continue to seek God in it. In it. Don't give up. Don't just get your mind. No, keep on. Keep, keep having an ear to hear what God's spirit would say. It says, bless the Lord or praise him. Give him glory. Love him with all your soul. All that is within you. Like I said, this is, it would be silly. I think we talked about it here recently about what some man had, had said in his seeking knowledge about who God is. I love that scripture. It impacted my life so much in the book of Romans. I believe it's uh, uh, the 11th chapter, 10th chapter. I'm, I, I don't, I can't believe it. it's escaping me right now. But talks about our reasonable service. A reasonable service. It just seems to me if you know that God is, God is real and he's in your life to, to submit your life fully to him all your life. Amen. Can you imagine thinking that you're going to stand before Almighty God that created you, gave you life, gave you breath, gave you health? Amen. And not only that, loves you enough and says, hey, wait a minute, you know, you're in a bad situation. But I want to fix that. I want to rescue you. I want you to dwell with me for eternity. I want to be your father. I want to be your friend. I want to put back the pieces of your heart and your mind that have been so broken by, by, by sin in a sinful world. It's just reasonable to say, I'm going to give you my all. It just seems so unreasonable to say, you know what, God, you're pretty awesome, but I know better about some things and I'm just going to hold. That's just so ridiculous. You'll find out what great testimonies we had here this week, past weekend. You just find out that when when you start saying, "Okay, God, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to serve you. I, I, I'm going to I, I'm going to give you my reasonable service." That's good. It's always good. Yeah, yeah. I'll sit down. And say, oh, you know what sins I really miss? You know what? I just it just it just almost doesn't seem fair that they get to do that. <laughs> when God gives you better, yeah. Amen. When God gives you something with meaning and purpose and you, you look at that, you know, Paul said, said all those things that once were in my life, it's just dung to me. It, those things that I count again, I see as loss now. So that's why it makes sense to say, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, all that is within me. And then it goes on and says, forget not all his benefits. And I want to get somewhere here, but there's so much richness in his word. How many know about the benefits of living for God? Hallelujah. I guess we sing that song we used to sing sometimes. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. To realize who I was and what I was. That you can look at my life and and, and maybe uh, misunderstand just just what all God has done. Because only, you only know what God brought you from and who you would be without him. The benefits of serving God. Praise God. What a what a joy. I tell you, I was before I came to God, I was the one who just uh talk about depression, talk about just 
just antisocial and just uh, uh, just not wanting anything to do with. Just, I thought I not only didn't smile a lot, I thought it was stupid to smile. <laughs> I thought, you know, you got a problem. You got you got a problem if you think I think you got something to be that excited about. You just probably were dropped on your head sometime. Because I, I know what trouble is. I know what pain. I brought, was brought up in some, 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 some really ridiculous situations, if I could say that. And I never just dreamed that, that God would put some joy in me. All right. Amen. All right. He's benefited my life. There's a lot of things I believe God spared me from. A lot, of, a lot of things that I could have been involved in that I just got real close to, but just never really. God spared me from that. But you know something? Praise God. I've been down a road long enough that I can, I can understand. I know a lot of people say, oh, I can't understand why people are being so. I, I, when you're broken, yeah. when you're just trying to survive, yeah. amen. When you're doing the best you can it's, it, with, with, uh, with what you got, it, it's, it can be pretty pathetic. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I've been there. I'm not judging it. I'm just saying I know what pathetic is. And uh, it's easy to judge that. But you know what? If it wasn't for the grace of God, where would any of us be? Forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Aren't you thankful for that? Think about how. I I just feel like something that's very missing in a lot of people that are. That, that are going to church these days. Is recognizing the. How amazing God's forgiveness really is. Bible talks about the. The exceeding sinfulness of sin. You realize that your iniquities, the every everything that you've ever done against a holy God, that he took that upon himself. He took that guilt like it was his own and went to the cross. And he forgave you of all your iniquities. If you turn to God with all your heart, if you surrender all your life to God, you don't have to carry the guilt any longer. You don't have to feel shame in who you are. When you're born again, God does something to your heart, to your mind, to your conscience, the Bible says. That you uh, you might cringe every now and then, but then you just remember, that's not me anymore. That's not who I was. Or who I am, rather. God's changed me. He forgives all your iniquities and heals all your... I'm so glad for a healer. Amen. I'm so thankful I could uh, just give glory and praise to God for a life that that I can't say I've never gotten sick. But God's been good to me. And when I have been, God's been faithful and been my healer. Amen. Thank God. I believe his, by his stripes you are healed. Believe it. Amen. I believe he said, I am the God that healeth thee. That's a promise. Amen. He is the great physician. He forgives all our iniquities. He heals all of our diseases, redeems my life, thy life from destruction. That's what we're talking about. Praise the Lord. You're redeemed from destruction. We are on our way to hell. Amen. And listen to me. It would have been a miserable ride there, but God redeems you. He takes you away from that. The judgment of our own sins and crowns who crowneth thee with love and kindness and tender mercies. Aren't you glad for the mercy of God, the loving kindness of God? Times like this, when we gather together and worship God, if you'll lay aside all the distractions, if you'll really enter in, see, just coming in the door, it's great. I'm glad you do. But you've got to put your heart into it. 
Amen. I know people say, well, I tried it. You know, you got to try it right. Amen. You, you can't just get around it. You got to put your heart in it. Amen. It's not some magical thing. You got to, you got to really pay attention to what God's trying to do and put your heart into it and it'll work. It'll work if you let it. Praise the Lord. His mercy. When we come into the house of God and really put our hearts into him, bless the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our soul, that tender mercy is right there. Amen. How many know what I'm talking about when I just feel sometimes you just feel like you need a hug and God's always right there if you'll let him. Amen. He'll just draw near to you. And you feel that uh, it, it might you might still be dealing with some things. You might still have to uh, get through this battle or through this storm. But the spirit of God will draw near to you and give you strength. Amen. His loving kindness and tender mercy satisfy thy mouth with good things. God's good to us. Yeah, that's right. You know, you look at this world and see all the people who are who have so little who are have so we are blessed so blessed and we we ought to i i think about it so often when i you know even in a day we live in some of you been around days where they didn't have all the all the luxuries and you know we have a we have it good we can complain about you know what uh i feel like the the climate control in this building is a few degrees off today you know, and oh, I don't think I can even, I don't even think I can pay attention to what God's doing because I'm just so uncomfortable. Can you believe what kind of day we live in? You know, not even just the blessings of this nation, but the blessings of the day that, that, uh, that we, uh, we get so picky about things and we're really just so blessed, so spoiled. Amen. When so many other people are hungry, so many people are homeless. Amen. Brother was talking about people that are hurting. God's been good to us. He satisfies your mouth. He'll be good to you. Amen. I'm more convinced than ever. If you start serving God, you're going to see the goodness of God just overtake you. God will work things out. God will build in your life. It talks about his, that your youth be renewed like the eagles. I, I believe there is a spiritual application of that. I, I know some of you are saying, I don't, uh, you know, I don't have the energy I once did. But there's something in your spirit that keeps you young at heart. Yeah. Young spiritually, can I say. Yeah. You, you, you still have that, that faith and that love of God that just gets renewed day by day. The Bible says, now look at this, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He'll, he sees what you're going through. Don't give up. You say some things in my life just, it just seems like I'm going through some things and it just is not fair. But God's going to work some things out. Amen. There's been some times already, you know, I feel like when everybody involved can just be very reasonable and prayerful. Amen. Prayerful. You know, things can just work out so much easier, but sometimes it's not always that easy and, and, uh, usually cause of flesh, right. usually cause of pride. But, uh, but I know I've, I've told some of you, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. Some of the things you're going through, God sees that he's going, he's not going to turn your, your cries away. It's not always easy. 
And like I said, God works through it. But those that are oppressed, those that are going through some things, he's going to execute righteous judgment. When things are against you, brother was testifying the other day, seemed like everybody was just trying to pull him down. God's got a plan. Don't give up. Don't doubt. Don't fear. Amen. Oh, I could just go around the room some things. Praise God. I remember praying for people about knowing that, you know what? You just keep being faithful. God's going to shine a light on you, and you're going to see some victory in your life. I've seen it over and over again. He made known. I love this scripture. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. We've used this scripture before how the children of Israel, you know, they just seemed like they were always spinning their wheels, always complaining, you know, and they understood his deeds, his acts. But Moses was familiar with his ways. I think there's a big difference there. When you recognize God, things are tough, but I'm not giving up. I'm not going to complain because I know your ways. Amen. I'm not just looking for the results and I'm going to going to just be angry or upset. I'm, I know your ways, God. And, and, and when things like this start happening and it's not always easy, I know you've got a miracle on the way. Right. Listen to this. Verse eight. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. How much mercy does he have? He's got plenty. Right. Amen. I said he's got plenty. He's slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide. He's not always going to scold or be angry. But look, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins. Aren't you glad? Don't you forget. Praise God. We don't deserve his goodness. Don't forget. Amen. People, I don't know what happens, but after a while... They forget how much they were forgiven. Amen. You remember that man? He was judging the woman at Jesus' feet. And Jesus says, who do you think loves the most? The one that is forgiven the most. Her sins are many. So look at the mercy she's received. She's showing the love because she realizes how many her sins were. There's no way that man that he was talking to should have been able to say, yeah, you know what? That's why I don't show a lot of love because I don't have as many sins as her. That's self-righteousness. He should have dropped down on his knees right at that time and said, you know what? My sins are just as bad as her sins. I've been forgiven of so much. Don't you ever get it in your head that God hasn't been so much better to you than you deserve. Every day you ought to thank God for paying An unpayable debt. An immeasurable debt. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Listen now, here's where we're going with this. For as heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As high as the heaven is from the earth. How high does heaven go? You want to answer that question? How high? But God said, that's where my mercy, how high my mercy is to them. God's got mercy for us. Let me keep on reading because there's another, there's a partner verse to this down a little bit farther. As far as the east is from the west. How far does east go from west? (laughs) That's how far he's removed our sins from us. 
So far hath he removed our transgressions from us. As far as the east is from the west. It's like trying to measure how high can you go. That's God's mercy. How far can you, can you go from the east? That's his forgiveness to you. Oh, aren't you thankful today? But listen, it gets, just gets, keeps getting better. As a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them. Again, them that fear him. We won't talk about that a little bit, but listen, God sees our weakness. God sees our struggles. He sees, the Bible talks about the infirmity of our flesh. Really means just how we struggle. We've got God, but you know what? We face days where we say, God, I see more than ever my, my limits. That's why I need a God who has no limits. I face times where I know everybody around me just seems like they've got, got unlimited power. But really, you all and I do too come to times where we say, you know what? It's getting tough. It's difficult. God, I, I realize I need to lean on you. The Bible doesn't tell us that God looks at us as a, his children and say, come on, where's you? What's wrong with you? He pities us. He sees our struggle. He sees our weakness. And he cares about us like a father. A good father. Amen. He knows our frame. Look what it says. For he knows our frame and he remembereth that we are dust. As for man... His days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so it flourisheth. The wind passeth over it and is gone. The place thereof shall know it no more. He knows that we are, we're flesh. We're finite. We're, we need God's help. The mer- but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. God's got mercy for us in our weakness, in our trials, in our struggles. His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. I don't want to spend a lot more time here. I really just want to be very clear tonight that when you fear God, when you really fear God and you understand what that means, you're going to be all right. God's going to take good care of you. I want to tell somebody here tonight, I realize a lot of what we understand, very personal to, to, to our church family here, we realize that there's a lot of religion that makes kind of exceptions and excuses for sin. There are large denominations in the world today. That teach that, you know, your sins are already forgiven before you, don't even worry. You don't have to repent of sin. That you can't be lost even if you want to be lost. That there is this almost casual, nonchalant idea of what, what sin is to, and now that Jesus died on the cross. And we see that and know that it is it's false and it's 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 a mockery to the goodness of God to think that, oh, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody. Come on. Wait. No, we ought not to be excited about that. I'm not saying anybody is perfect outside of Jesus. Of course not. But it's not an excuse to go ahead and keep on sinning. 
excuse to not feel like sin is a, is, is sinful in your life. Amen? Amen. We recognize that there are so many that really don't have a fear of the Lord. What does that mean? It means that when you have a, that kind of relationship with God, you love him. He's your friend. He's your father. He's, he, he's that first love in your life. Amen. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, your might. Amen. When, when you have that kind of love and recognize still he's almighty God and he's going to judge you one day, you're fully surrendered to him. You're fully surrendered to him. You and me, we're not everything we're going to be. If God gives us another day, I pray we're all closer to him tomorrow than we are today. Amen? Amen. And that's not just words. We're, we're actively reaching for more. Fully surrendered. You don't fear God if you're not fully surrendered. Amen. I, I, I believe you need to be ready to, to get out of here at any time. It oughtn't be, hey, wait, God, don't come tonight. I've got some things I need to say I'm sorry about. I got some things I need to quit. No, you're fully surrendered. There's some things I'm ashamed of. There's some things I got to make right with my family, with my brother, my sister. No, no, no. You fear God. You're not going to lay your head down on a pillow at night and with guilt and condemnation. Because you fear God. You want to be ready to go. Amen. Hey, listen to me. Hear me now. Oh, but God's merciful. He's merciful to forgive you when you repent. But this idea you can hold on to sin, hold on. Hey, you ought to make it right as soon as possible because you fear God. Say, oh, come on. Everybody fails. Agreed. But get it taken care of immediately. Because you don't want to keep living your life with guilt and condemnation in you. Well, praise God. I know. Bible says there is now, therefore, no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. That means it's not just, oh, I don't feel condemnation for what I said or what I did. No, you. If it's not in the Spirit, you ought to be convicted. I want to encourage you, but I need that you understand what the fear of the Lord is. Fully surrender. No excuses. No excuses. If I've been done ten times worse than what I've done wrong, you know, you've heard, most of you have heard me say this before. If somebody's done you ten times worse than what you said back to them, I can't be responsible for their soul, but I am responsible for mine. And if I've done one-tenth the problem, it's a problem between me and God, and I need to make that right. No excuses, because I fear God. What did Joseph say? can I do this sin against God? God's been good to me. To fear God means I'm going to make sure it's right. It doesn't mean I don't stumble, but I'm going to get back up again and say, God, not this deal where I'm telling you what, I had people in my family just, this was, they they were proud of this. Oh, you know, just make sure when you fall asleep, God, if I did anything wrong, I'm sorry about that. Make sure you got clean slate. Does that really clean a slate? Live any way you want. With no regard, and then just say, sorry if I did anything wrong. If I did anything wrong, don't you love that when people say about you, they hurt you, and they say, sorry if it offended you. (laughs) That doesn't mean you're sorry you did it. 
Well, it's the truth. No excuses. You've got a desire to get closer to God. So you're going to keep taking care of things and keep your heart open and say, God, if there's something I'm missing, I, I don't want to come short of any gift that you have for me. I fear God. This idea, oh, I love him so much. And you can just continue on in sin. You don't fear him. And the mercy that is from everlasting to everlasting is to them that fear him. You're welcome correction. Because I want to be right. How much time do you think you have to be fighting with what God's trying to help you be better? There's no fear of the Lord. People get mad at the preacher because he's preaching what they need to hear. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I, I'll tell you what. I have listened to preaching that I thought the man. Well, it's just when God. I'm not just talking about anything you look up online. I'm talking when God is moving in the house of God. And there have been times where, you know, I, I could get so distracted. Something the man is saying, how he says a word, how he does his mannerisms. But you know what? I, I got to get through that. I want to hear what God has for me. And I believe he's going to talk to me. And I don't want to miss it. Yes, sir. Amen. I want to pay attention to the spirit of God because I fear the Lord. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. No excuses. Well, you know, maybe the Holy Ghost moved in that. But, you know, I had my mind on other things because somebody said something to me and they shouldn't have said it. And I get, hey, I've got to reel that in. But when you are, let me move on. When you are fully surrendered. When you know that is your heart's desire, God, I don't want to offend you in any way. I don't want to have something in my life, something in my that I've done, something that I've said to, to my brother and my sister that you're going to hear. My words, my thoughts, my, my deeds, I want them to line up. Amen. Have you ever just taken some time? Man, it ought to be a regular thing. God, just start at the top of my head, Lord. Yeah. God, my thoughts, my ideas, hey, even my haircut. All right. It's in the Bible. I want 100% of it right with God. I want the things I look at. I want the things I listen to. I want the things that I say. I want my heart right. I want things that I do, the places I go. Then just take some time. God, I want to be saved. The righteous be scarcely saved is what the word says. The way is narrow and few there be that find it. We don't have time to play games. See, I feel the fire about this because I used to play games. I came from a playing church kind of lifestyle. But when God opened my eyes to the fact that it is just my reasonable service to give him my all. Amen. You can't just keep on going. Say, ah, it's no big deal. You know, I love God. Do you? Do you love him if you're going to just be so casual about sin? The Lord that bore your sins on the cross, the ones that, that those, those nails went in his hands and feet for your sins, for my sins, and then to act like, no, 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 no. I want to be sensitive. I want to be sensitive. I fear God. I'm not just trying to find the letter of the law. I want the spirit of it. The letter of the law killeth. I don't want a loophole. I don't want an excuse. Well, that's not really kind of sort of what, what God really said. If it's anything close to it, I fear God. There's some things in my life, some things in my 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 marriage and my uh, our lives, if I could say that way. You say, well, I don't know if it takes all that. It's my soul. Right. That's right. 
Amen. It's my soul. What would it profit if I gained the whole world and lose my soul? Amen. You might look at me and say, I just don't think it takes, you know, some of the extremes of modesty, of decency, of holiness. It's my soul. It's my soul. Amen. That's just reasonable to me. If you told me, well, you know, we could wire this up at your house, but there's a one in 10,000 chance it might catch fire. If we take this shortcut, don't do it. One in 10,000, one in 100,000, one in a million. Not worth it. How much more my soul. Amen. How much more we ought to be so sensitive to following God. Hallelujah. But listen to me. I want to move on, but I'm spending more time on this than I expected. If you have that kind of heart, if that's your heart, if that's your heart to say, God, there's nothing too big, too small. God, I want to follow you. I want to be saved. I'm not going to complain. I'm not I'm not trying to find any loophole. I'm not trying to have any excuse. I want to be saved. You know, you know, that's that's a narrow path. You know that not a lot of people that take their soul that serious. Take this word that's serious. Say, hey, if that's what it says, it doesn't matter who likes it, who doesn't. Right. It doesn't matter. I got to be saved. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. Doesn't matter. I got to be saved. Amen. If you got a heart that's fully surrendered, fully yielded to God, no excuses, your desire. Listen now. This is really where I want to go. If that's your heart, you ought to have a peace today. Because even if you do stumble, God's going to care about it, help you. I'm not talking about you just keep on living and practicing sin. That's not what the Bible doesn't give you any kind of out with that. You got to repent. But if you have a heart that says, I want to make it right. You know what? He's plenty mercy for you. Not somebody that just wants to keep on going back to it. Hello? Not someone that wants to keep on practicing it. But somebody who has a sensitive heart that says, I shouldn't have said that. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not going to. I'm going to get far away from it. I, 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 I see what I did and I'm going to stop even going near that anymore because I see that that's a problem with me. You're not looking around and saying, well, they get to do it. <laughs> You're not going to stand in front of them and say, hey, look, Jesus, listen, they were, it seemed. No, 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 no. If you love serving God and you welcome that kind of direction, correction, you you want teaching, you want to learn, you want to you want to be holy, you want to be right, you want to have be you'll be ready for the wedding day. Right. You know that's what the Bible says that he's looking for a church, a bride without blemish, Amen. without a spot, yeah. and that matters to you. Right. That matters. That makes you tremble in your soul. Yeah. And you get a, and, and, and you read something like that. You get some time to pray, and, and, and there's something that says, "Oh God, I, I have to make it." If that's your heart, His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. He's going to love you and care for you and show you that love and that mercy. He's going to guide you. There's some times. Listen. 
if you're if you're not walking close to God in this fear of God, what I'm talking to you about, you have a lot of reasons to worry about. What if I miss the will of God? What if I make a wrong decision? What if I no? Wait a minute. But if you love God and you really make first things first, loving Him, serving Him with all your heart, Amen. Listen, I'm on, I want to back up on that. I felt something that all your heart is means something. Those words mean something. It's more than a feeling. It's a commitment. It's a commitment that says, you know what? If it's got all your heart, you're going to feel when you when you when you make a mistake. You know, there's some things there's some things in my life that I can see very clear at the time. I I, I didn't think there was a problem. But God will convict your heart. God, if you're sensitive, amen. Well, praise the Lord. I think a lot of people, churches, you know, uh, it just seems like modesty. You know, that's what the Bible talks about. It means covering your body. Not wearing something seductive. Amen. Whether it's exposed or certain angles it can be exposed. Hello? Or just too tight. Listen to me. You ought to have enough Holy Ghost to be able to say, mm, that's not godly. Right. It shouldn't have to be a preacher just micromanaging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it ought, that you ought to have enough godliness to say, you know what? Yeah. I'm the temple of the Lord. Right. Spirit of God dwells in me. There's some things in my life. I just got uncomfortable because the Spirit of God right. said, you know, we're not. That's not godly. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. There ought to be some language that you say that don't come out of a Christian's mouth. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. And if you have a heart, I'm not saying you don't fail, but when you have a heart that says, God, I don't ever want to take that lightly. Yeah, but you know who said this? You know who did this? You know who, who does this? You know who wears this? Who you fear? You try, you want to, you want an excuse to go ahead and, and do something that God doesn't like because somebody else does it too? Does that make it okay? I mean, it just sounds like you're dealing with, you know, our flesh is childish. Right? But listen, God is going to be so good to you. You just can't compare yourself. Someone who's, you know, going through all the motions and they know how to pray and and they know how to uh, do a lot of things that are kind of Christian. But you know what? They just don't really have that fear of the Lord, that real dedication, that real surrender, that real obedience that says, God, your way, 100 percent, no excuses. You can't compare your life to somebody else's. But when you I want to tell somebody here today, that's your life, that's your heart. You may just be taking baby steps and. And, and just, but that's your heart. I'm not, I'm taking steps. I'm not, I'm not excusing anything. God's going to be so good to you. I kind of made reference to eternal security earlier about this false doctrine that once you're saved, you're always saved. You can do anything and sin anyway and, 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 and still be saved. It's, it's not what the Bible teaches. But you can have a security and a peace in you. If you really fear God, because his mercy is as high as the heavens to the earth. 
His mercy is plenteous. His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. Listen to me. He's a good father. When you're taking steps, he's not going to let you take, go, go the wrong direction if you, when you fear him. You don't have to be afraid to somehow, I'm going to mess it up. And he's like, no, no, you love him that way. You serve him and you fear him. He's going to guide your steps. He's going to be there every, you pay attention to the spirit of God. He'll not only forgive you, listen to me. He'll not only forgive you, he'll put in you how to build something better. Amen. If I've done something hurtful or hateful or, or, or just wrong, and, and I say, God, I'm so sorry. Wait, wait, the job's not done. God, help me build something better. So that part of my life that stumbled, I can be a better husband. I can be a better friend. I can be a better pastor, a better dad, better neighbor. Amen? Help me to do build something there. You can ask, Scott, I'm... I'm Telling somebody here today, the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, when you fear God with that healthy reverence, that, that life that is fully surrendered to God, you can have a peace in your heart that he'll guide you. He's not willing. He's not ready. I used to feel a way. You know, the way it was preached to me to, to be righteous, to do right, I, I almost felt like God was expecting me to fall. I was almost, uh, sometimes I, I, I know this sounds really foolish maybe to some of you, but I almost felt like sometimes he might have just go ahead and put his foot out a little bit anyway, just to see if I would be dumb enough to trip over it. I just felt like I was, I was always just going to mess it up and, and, and be lost. But I realized something. God's such a good father. When you stop and consider how much he'll love you, He's not looking for you to fall. He wants you to be blessed. Don't forget his benefits. Look at all he's put in his benefit package. That's for you. And he sees that you're seeing through a glass darkly. He sees that you want to do right, but, but sometimes it's so hard to figure out which way to go and what to do exactly. But he's there. He's there caring for you, pitying you, loving you, and he's not going to get angry every every little misstep you take. No, not when you fear him. Every decision you make, when you feel the pressure on you and you're trying, God's going to guide you. And there's just going to be some times, you know, I told a story about a man who I told him, I just, I really want the will of God. I was looking at jobs and he said, which... What do you want to do? You know, just pray. God, God wants to bless you. So why would God want what I like? Because he cares about you. He'll close the doors if you ask him to. And he doesn't want you to fall away. It's not that precarious when you fear him. When you really want to serve him, he's going to do everything he can to lead you and guide you and put you in a position to be blessed. Because he wants to show you off to some people. He wants them to see how awesome of a God he is through you. His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting toward them that fear him. Can we bow our heads in prayer? Sometimes the enemy and sometimes our own desires to be everything we ought to be robs us of our peace. Listen, if 
If you're not sure, and I pray everyone, including myself, to search your heart. Lord, do I take sin too lightly sometimes? Do I take my my failures for granted when I should recognize that it's you? It's you, Lord, that sees my heart, hears my my every word and my every action, God. I know, I know I've seen so many rebellious people. Well, I'm not perfect. No, I know that, but don't don't live like that. What do I mean? With that as your motto. You'll grow if you if you make things right and look at it. Let God help you build something better in the place where you failed. Strengthen that area of your life. But somebody here today, you say, I know, God, the best I can know. You have my all. You're in my everything, God. I, I don't take this lightly, God. I'm, I'm so thankful for your mercy. I'm so grateful for, Lord, everything you've done for me. There's a loving Father that sees your heart, sees your life that is dedicated to Him. And He cares about you. He's got so many benefits for you. And and even in your failures, listen, He's a good God. If you're not willing to make excuses, but you're willing to make it right, as right as you possibly can be, listen, God's... God's going to keep helping you grow. You can have peace. You can have a security in your heart under the blood to know that His mercy endures forever. Come on, let's find a place to pray. God's with you. He's going to direct you. Don't let it go. 
God's going to help you. Listen, He's going to be there in your weakness, in your trial. So kind and so merciful, He's going to help you. But don't, don't take it lightly. Let your heart be sensitive. Let your heart be sensitive. excuses for for weakness or failures. No, you make it right. There's a God that wants to you to walk with peace and strength to know that He's with you. In your struggles, in your battles, in your even when you fail, He's a good God that'll be there to help pick you back up again. And help you grow. He's a good father. He's going to take care of you. He's got his hand on your life. You don't have to be afraid when you're fully just yielded to him. Say, brother, I, I, I want to know that I'm fully yielded to him. I want to know, well, you give him your best. You, you let him be your all in all. He's going to help that grow. He's going to help that move on farther and farther. You're going to learn more of what it means to just be surrendered to Him. But tonight, tonight, make up your mind. Lord, I want to be saved. I don't want to, I don't want to play games with my soul. Let's all stand. Father, thank You. Thank You, Lord, for just Your kindness, Your mercy to us. Thank You, Lord, for God, so many benefits, God, for this time that we can gather together, for people, Lord, in this church that are so so serious about Lord who you are for them and their love for you bless each one God I pray God guide us let this word work in our hearts help us not to just forget about it since we're out the door but once we're out the door but help it to work on us and perfect us God we love you Lord keep your hand as we tra- on us as we travel God keep us in safety and health God and bless each one in Jesus name we pray Amen Amen. God bless you, church.